Cecile. Hi. Okay. Wow. This works. Amazing. Oh my God. Wait, can you hear me well? Yeah, I can hear you well. Can you hear me well? Okay. Yes. It sounds great. Okay, cool. Cool. Perfect. Oh yeah, this feels so weird. Okay. So <laughs> do you want to introduce yourself first? Sure. Okay. Um, my name is Cecile Dang. I'm a San Jose State social work intern. Um, my experience so far has been through internships, um, both in Eastside Union High School District. Uh, the first site that I interned at was at Evergreen Valley High School. And the second uh, site that I have interned at, which is my current internship site, is Independence High School. Thank you for having yeah. me. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So um, just like a brief overview of like our topic. So or not our topic, but I was like, the, or the project that we're doing is like, we had to pick an issue and then we just have to like take action on it, right? Okay. So the the issue that my group cho- chose was like how the pandemic affected like students' health as well as like their academic performance. So like, I just wanted to hear like from your point of view, like having professional experience, like dealing with students, right? Like what have you uh-huh. noticed about students with this pandemic? Um. In terms of academic performance, I do see a lot of students, like the main issue is lack of motivation. So um, there are some teachers who are still difficult during the pandemic and they still, you know, have hard deadlines. They're not understanding. They're not flexible. But the majority of teachers I have spoken to are actually very accommodating. But it's just um, the students, because they don't have that social aspect, they don't have the hands-on type of learning it is very hard for many students to find even the motivation to pay attention in class on Zoom when it's camera off, you know, or to do the extra steps to take extra notes to understand or to meet with teachers. Like, and it's a very intimidating kind of feeling to reach out to your teacher over Zoom or in an email, because if we were in person, teachers uh, and students could just have normal conversation and be like oh hey like let me see you after class or like oh can I see you after class but now yeah. it, it, it's a more formal way of speaking to teachers like an email of like hey like exactly. well. it's so awkward it takes so much effort exactly and so um I think that's that's the main issue that I see with um, many students right now yeah I don't know like I see that with myself too like literally today in bio I was trying so hard not to fall asleep (laughs) it's like not it's not that it's boring like I love my teacher so much and like I love bio but it's just it's environment you know right it's really hard yeah it's like hard to like build one it's just not the same like typing in chat is not the same as talking to your friends of course yeah yeah okay but you're also a senior yes (laughs) yes so what about you like during school like How's online school for you? Um, you know, I'm facing the same things that uh, high school seniors are facing. It's very uh, nostalgic to see myself in this position <laughs> again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, in college, luckily, it's more, um, it's less lecture and more so like hands-on experience and like um, being more uh, vocal about your own internships. And so it's not as boring because you're responsible for carrying the conversation in class. And you kind of, yeah. like, compare your experiences with with your other classmates. So, like, you know, I, I do feel like it's much easier for me to focus because this is my profession. This is my passion. This is a career that I chose. So it's much easier for me to pay attention in class because this is something I'm interested in. 
right? But like a lot of students yeah. have to take classes like U.S. history or AP lit, and they just do not want to pay attention because it's not something they're interested in. It's not their passion. Yeah, it's like it's like trying to get to where they want to be. Exactly, and so yeah, I, I do feel the senioritis part hitting because you know it's just it's like, so close. Yeah, right. It's just like you know, like at the end of you know a mile, that last you know a hundred meters is like. But that's the one. Right. But it's not as bad as you guys. Yeah, I don't know. I'm having it so bad because, like, they're just talking about, like, graduation and stuff. Mm -hmm. Or, like, sometimes I go on TikTok and I see, like, other schools, like, doing, like, a seizure sunset, like, drive-through thing. And I see nothing coming from our schools. It kind of makes me, like, sad. And it's just, like, not helping because, like, I, like, sometimes I just have moments where I sit there and I just, like, think about how I'm never going to see, like, half of these people, like, ever again. Oh, yeah. Not even half. Like, way more than half. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, because I feel like I get attached to people really easily. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, even having a class, even having, like, one of those relationships where you only talk in class, it, like, really got to me. And so whenever the year ended, I would, like, struggle because I was, like, dang, like, we're never going to be able to make jokes in this class again and stuff like that. Yeah. I was, like, yeah. And I don't know. I still get nostalgic over, like, Zoom classes. Yeah. Like, just, ha- yeah, like, typing in <laughs> chat. Like, sometimes it's funny, but then... I, I don't know. And then I just don't want to try anymore because I'm just like, college is right around the corner. Like, should I even be worrying about high school anymore? Right. I mean, I, I do feel like not having that social aspect, right, is is unmotivating for a lot of students. And there are key things in during your senior year of high school and college that you're supposed to experience socially. So, um, for example, like rallies, homecoming, prom, yeah. graduation, right? All of those things are being taken away. So it's like, you have like you don't have like a milestone to look forward to you know like you're like okay let me just study so I can have fun at homecoming let me just get through finals so that I can have graduation right you don't have those things anymore because of the pandemic and so because of that it's like then what's the point like so I turned in my last final and then what I know it's just like trying to do the bare minimum for a good grade exactly yeah yeah I understand that like how would you like suggest like I don't know like how would you suggest the students who are like going through struggles like how would you overcome those struggles yeah I mean the the biggest thing right is to make sure that you have a good home environment although it's not a school environment you should try I try my best to accommodate accordingly um some students don't have you know um space in their home to have zoom classes comfortably um, some students don't have kind of like a like they don't have a distinct uh, boundary between classwork and after school work. So students will be in Zoom on their bed all day. Oh my god! <laughs> then after they just shut the laptop and they're in bed all day. Right? Yeah. So it feels like you're not going to school then going out of school. It just feels like you're doing the same thing every day all day it's very draining right and so then like I try to encourage students okay when you have class sit at a desk then when you finish with class go in your bed um that's one of the things um another thing to um kind of find motivation right now is to make a vision board um I have students that's interesting yeah I have not heard um I've talked to students about um you know, kind of just talking about what do you want for yourself? What are your goals? Like, let's just, you know, like a lot of students are kind of like afraid to say what their goals are because they think that once they say it, they can't change it. And if they don't accomplish those goals, then they're a failure. 
and that's not what it is right it's just kind of just spitting out ideas like what do you want for yourself like what do you want in a year what do you want in five years what do you want in 10 years like and you know um especially like travel occupation family life like dogs hobbies like what do you see yourself doing and when um, students talk about that usually they'll get kind of like inspired almost to kind of be like okay like that's the big picture like there's a light at the end of the tunnel you know like Mm -hmm. once we get over this hump like I'm gonna go accomplish these things uh that's yeah that's a good one yeah definitely I've not heard yeah I don't know because like for EV personally right like it's just I feel like it's just like you've been there like you've seen the toxic environment that students have created academically yeah and so like that's why I feel like I feel the the fear of wanting to like speak your dreams because like even in like college admissions right I didn't even tell anyone where I applied to because I didn't want to be hearing like oh I heard you applied to here like did you get in and then yeah. if I didn't get in and then they did it's like a huge slap in the face and so it's like I didn't tell anyone and I'm not even telling anyone, anyone where I'm going to college right or like where I'm thinking of going because I've, I've seen people once people tell them then they go and they search up that school's admission rate yeah and so then that's just like that just makes me super self-conscious of where I'm going yeah you know and so it makes my accomplishment kind of seem like nothing and so that I feel like that doesn't even help being at home either because like I don't know it's just a lot yeah I I do feel like um the demographic between evergreen and independence is very different um the students at independence definitely face a lot of pressure from their parents and so, of course, it doesn't help when you're stuck at home 24-7 and you're with, with your the parents. parents who pressure you so much academically, right? Because if you slack, if you don't pay attention, if you are not studious and they, you are in their environment, right, then they can see that. And it becomes very stressful if you have you have this feeling like somebody is always watching over you. Um, so I do see that that toxic part of it of like trying to speak your dreams yeah for sure but you know like that's why another part of it is actually that a lot of students don't even know that school campuses have a social worker or therapy services counseling services available yeah I feel like I did not know that until you were like oh I'm interning at UV and that's when I learned about it right exactly right like and so that's another piece of it that I feel like we need to address as well is like um we have a lot of, you know, social media pages for the high schools. I know that each class has one and clubs have one. Yeah. Like, um, maybe we can have one for, you know, the counseling services available at high schools to kind of get the word out because um, students might not feel comfortable sharing their aspirations and dreams with their peers or parents or whatever, but they are comfortable sharing that with a social worker or a therapist or a counselor. Because we create a very clear, like, you know, there's no judgment. I'm here to support you. It's not about what I think is best for you. I just try to support you with what you think is best for you. And by creating that environment and you can kind of like speak your aspirations out loud comfortably, it, it could, you know, definitely spark inspiration and, you know, increase the motivation among students. Yeah, that's like, I don't know, I feel like that's a really good resource that people like don't know of, and then they don't take advantage of either Mm -hmm. when they know it, because I feel like if there's like, a huge like stigma around that, it's like a taboo, as if like to go to like a therapist or just talk to an adult. Yeah. 
And so then, yeah, that's like another goal of like this like project and what my group is doing. You know, like we're trying to break that like stigma around like mental health and talking about it and getting help and stuff. Yeah, definitely, so, definitely. Yeah, so I think like spreading awareness will help, and I think that hearing your experience with students will definitely like encourage people and hopefully like bring more like bring light to like the fact that we have resources and people who need them should definitely take advantage of them right yeah and you know that's also hard with the pandemic right so um evergreen didn't really have like a student support center but um independence does and we have it's pretty much like a like an office where we have all these resources amazing resources for like suicide prevention depression anxiety like it it, rank, it gets very specific to even like um we have pamphlets on like how to deal with um just finding out that your parent has cancer or finding wow. out that you uh may or may not be pregnant how to deal with birth control things like that we have all those resources available at the center right but like because again mm-hmm. the pandemic right kids can't just walk in there and see that stuff and be like hmm, like I kind of want to sneak and take one you know yeah like they they don't have that aspect of it and so yeah well okay that was like a lot of useful information <laughs> and, I, and I'm very thankful that I asked you because like this is like it was great hearing about your experience so like do you have any like last words final advice um yeah I mean I feel like um mental health in general there is a taboo among all types of populations right especially between um immigrant parents and first generation american students there is a very strong yeah taboo against it um resistance if you will and i think that we should not just focus on oh these people need mental health services depressed people need mental health services anxious people need mental health services really like all of us to a certain extent need mental health services we need support we need Mm self-care we need those things every single person does you know and so um to to kind of like remove the stigma of like oh they're depressed that's why they're in counseling no like you can be in counseling because you want to rant about something and you something's just on your chest right you can receive counseling because you're stressed and you don't know how to deal with time management you can be in counseling services because you don't know how to talk to your teachers and you don't want to come off the wrong way. Like you can do all types of things in counseling and it should not just be around. I feel like everybody feels like if you're in mental health, if you're receiving mental health services, that means that you're either depressed or suicidal. And and that's not it at all. Right. There's a lot of areas and we need to normalize it, especially in you know, the youth, because that youth are our future, but also, like, among everybody, you know, like, the the movement away from punishment and definitely towards, like, rehabilitation, providing services is where we need to go. And that's why we have um, people who are struggling every day is because of that stigma. So um, I am happy that, you know, you guys can shed light on this do research about it learn more about it and that way you can um of course affect your peers among you know your friend groups and stuff and yeah you can help us remove the stigma so i thank you for choosing this topic as well oh my goodness thank (laughs) you so much it was so nice to talk to you 
But yeah, thank you for being here. No problem. Let me know how everything works out. And if you need any more help, 